Wanna whisper in your ear that you're, that you're good enough I wanna change the way you see you, you're strong enough Say them not know that you got more than meets the eyes And them not see you making stride after stride so the other day in conversation, I realized that I was sharing something that was extremely dear to my heart and the tools that I give to you today. Um, these are something that I have personally had to live by. And I have also watched people uh, or women, because I'm talking to women and and mostly in, in relationship with myself, um, whether I was coaching them or whether I was in personal relationship with them. Many, I've watched many women um, succumb to becoming the accomplice of someone else when they really don't want to be, but they feel like they have to hold secrets and they have to big up and support someone who um, doesn't really deserve that support. And so I wanted to kind of share this with you because as I said, it's dear to my heart um, and I've seen some really crazy, complicated consequences come out of situations where um, leading ladies have given their word concerning someone else and it just, it didn't work. So today's tools include everything you need to keep your integrity intact, even when it's being challenged by the person or the people that are closest to you. And, and it's, it's really uncomfortable when someone close to you um, has things going on that just don't fit your values, but this is gonna help you keep your integrity intact. Now, why am I giving you these tools? I want you to keep this in mind. It's because toxic choices have toxic impacts on our bodies and our minds. And this is something that we don't always realize as leading ladies because we just keep going with the flow, you know, going with the flow, doing what we do. And we don't realize that it's taking a toll on our bodies, right? How do you know that you have stepped over the line of being a good wife, a good girlfriend, a good partner, and you've become an accomplice, the word accomplice is defined as a person who plays a supportive role in another person's crime or wrongdoing. A person who knowingly, voluntarily, or intentionally gives assistance to another, or in some cases fails to prevent another from commission the commission of a crime. So either I'm helping you commit the crime or I am not doing anything to prevent you from committing the crime or the wrongdoing. Now, we know crime has to do with law, but wrongdoing has to do with how we treat people, right? So I want to officially welcome you to Queen Tings. We are already knee deep in and we are going to go even deeper. I'm LaShawn Brooks, your friend, because I am going to tell you the raw truth. And I'm also an advocate for your life, your business, and your legacy. You can find me at iqueenup.com. You can book a session by, by uh, choosing work with LaShawn and we'll talk face-to-face -face about some of these things and moving your life forward. I'm also on Instagram as the LaShawn Brooks and Facebook as the LaShawn Brooks as well. And the same on TikTok. As leading ladies, we are usually linked to business partners, spouses, 
friends, associates, colleagues, fellow conference speakers. And if we ourselves are truly full of integrity with how we deal with people, then the people we have in our inner circle must also be filled with integrity and full of good intentions toward others, right? When the people we deal with lack integrity and progress in dealing with others well, when I say progress in dealing with others, I mean someone who is willing to learn and make progress in treating others well, because some people, you know, we just don't know. We don't, you know, we don't know that what we're doing is unethical, or we don't know that we are mistreating another person in a certain way. But for some of us, we're willing to grow in that area. And it's okay to have people in your inner circle, people who surround you, people that you do business with, spouses that are willing to grow. But if our inner circle lacks integrity and progress in dealing with others, we place our own credibility and mental wellness on the line for them. Now I want you to think about that for a moment. When the people we deal with have no integrity, our credibility and mental wellness is at risk. Now, if this is your first time listening to Queentings, you just got your initiation right there. Because leading ladies are always at war. Entrepreneurship is war. Being authentically you in a world that celebrates everything plastic is war. Doing something outside of your family's regular function is war. Refusing to cover people's inauthenticity, that's war. Choosing to do you, it's war. This is why you need a tribe, a community of people that will support you in thriving to accomplish your goals. It's what Queen Tings is all about. Taking your internal harmony out of other people's hands and putting it in your own hands being authentically you and utilizing your God-given gifts, which attracts your real tribe and building a legacy for those who are coming after you. That's what we're all about. That's our gift to the world. Now, I wanna feed your heart today with the insight you need to walk out your maximum potential. If that means it's time to heal let's do it. If that means it's time to build your brand, let's build your brand, girl. So you can have the legacy that you were born to create. So we're already knee deep. Let's go a little deeper. Let's dig deep today. This is a heavy topic. So I'm going to give you some tools to help you navigate through this so that you do not end up being someone's accomplice in their wrongdoing. Now write this down and I want you to keep it in your list of valued behaviors. Are you ready? Listen, never interfere with another person's ability to compare the actions and words of yourself or someone in your inner circle. Let them see it and be the judge themselves Because when you interfere and try to make something pretty when it's really ugly, you're an accomplice. Think about that. You might need to press pause so that you can really write this down. Like this needs to be in your list of values, okay? Never interfere with another person's ability to compare the actions and words 
of yourself or someone in your inner circle. People need to be able to compare your actions and your words freely and make up their mind about you or someone in your inner circle without you interfering, trying to make something that is ugly, pretty. If you try to step in and make it pretty, you're an accomplice. I remember listening to a person on YouTube and this person was talking about business domination and oh my God, the way this person speaks is out, like is literally out of this world. Like it, the methods they're making, the, the methods are making people tons of money, like million dollar days. Okay. And so I suggested, um, that this business person come for an event for, uh, another person's event. And when I suggested this person, um, the person that was having the event was like, Mm-mm, this person that is, that this person lacks integrity in certain areas. And as soon as I heard that, I felt like, no way. (laughs) I wouldn't want to have him instructing people that are trusting me because his lack of integrity will become mine if I present him to those who will be influenced by him. I mean, goodness, I I know everybody's not perfect and I get that. We're we're not going to have perfect people around us all the time. But I'm not talking about just embracing a person's flaws. I'm talking about covering their lack of integrity and pretending it doesn't exist while encouraging others to ignore those flaws as well. So lo and behold, I was like, never mind. We will not, (laughs) we do not need to invite this person because I don't want my integrity on the line because this person lacks integrity. I don't want to do that. I want to be a person of my word. When I say what I say, it needs to stand. And if I am rubbing shoulders, purposefully knowing that the people around me don't have integrity, I become an accomplice. I'm going to be um, real transparent about a moment in my life that was like, one of the worst moments of my life. And I got into something that I did not want anybody to know about. Like literally, I didn't want anyone to know about it. I I mean, I just felt like, oh my God, how did I even get into this space, you know? Um, and when I got into that space, one of the things that I vowed to myself And I vowed to God, I'm like, I'm not going to make this pretty. If the whole world knows this, I'm not going to deny it. I'm not going to try to make it pretty. I'm not going to try to um, make this other person look bad for what they did. Like I am just, I'm just going to tell the truth and I'm going to (laughs) tell, you know, I'm going to say, yes, it was me. That was me who did that. Like it was, it was the most, it was, it was the worst time in my life. I I should say one of the worst times in my life. Um, And I realized that not allowing myself to try to make something that was ugly, pretty in that time, it built character in me. I realized that I can trust myself because I refuse to go on fooling other people. And so that time in my life was rough. Oh my God. God, it was rough. It was scary. (laughs) 
But I knew within myself that if I tried to um, make it pretty, I was going to be an accomplice in other people's crimes. But also I was going to be I was going to lack integrity when it came to my own faults and flaws and crimes. And so even when it comes to self now, I did, I don't want to bring someone into a conference that um talks big talk, but lacks integrity. I don't want anyone to think that I am in cahoots with someone that, that lacks integrity, but also I'm also checking myself. And so it's so very important that we as leading ladies, we also check ourselves. Now you might be saying within your heart, you know, people of faith, we, we, you know, we cover people, we cover love covers a multitude of sin. And it truly does. I believe that 100%. But it does not work hand in hand with people to manipulate the view of others concerning that sin or lack of integrity. I'll say it again. Love does cover a multitude of sin, but it does not work hand in hand to manipulate the view of others concerning that sin, or that lack of integrity. Let me give you another example. Um, As a pastor, for over two decades with my family, we would have have to choose people to come to our church as guest speakers. Um, And I remember we brought a woman in that seemed so amazing, travel around the world. People just love this, this woman. But when I had an opportunity to talk with her in private, I realized this lady is stuck up and she believes that her prophetic gift is so amazing that we should ignore how she treats people. We should ignore that she talks about people. She gossips like people don't have any value. Listen, I was so, I was like, (laughs) I was so done back then. And I'm still done. Every time I think about it, I feel it again because like this lady get you know she got I don't know how life is for her right now but I know at that time she was getting like like she was it was big ups to this woman you know what I'm saying people were like oh my gosh she's so amazing like oh my god listen I felt like if she was that rude behind closed doors and that much of a gossip If we kept bringing this woman to the stage in front of the people we were leading and they began trusting her, which happened in some cases, they began trusting her because of us, we became her accomplices to fool the masses into believing that she was safe. I did not want that position. So yes, love covers, but it doesn't work to make other people believe they're in a safe space when they are not. Love covers, but love does not work to make other people believe that they're in a safe space when they're really not. Now, over the years, I've spoken with so many leading ladies that are in this position. They have to smile on stage. They got to big up people that have no integrity. You know, they have no integrity in private and they have to pretend like everything is okay with this person when it's not. 
teaching church members, um, employees to honor their, you know, their pastor or honor their boss when you know his or her intentions toward them behind closed doors isn't good. They're, they're not good. Those intentions aren't good. That's not love covering sins. That's a lack of integrity for us as leading ladies. Pretending we have an amazing husband in front of others. Whew, I could talk a lot about that. But, but, <laughs> God, but saying that we have this amazing husband in front of others and or an amazing wife in front of others when we know that we have on makeup, this makeup is covering scars from abuse on our faces or when we know that our smiles are covering the emotional violence that we've been receiving in private, it becomes a lack of integrity. At first, you, you mean well, you mean well. I just wanna keep honoring this person. But after a while, that pretending becomes a lack of integrity. And oh my God, it hurts so much to say, but it has to be said. It starts out as trying to be supportive, trying to cover and being the ride or die partner. It starts out as an act of faith, but faith cannot force another free-willed human being into doing what you want. So our pre-approvals for credit that they will never have turns into a lack of integrity when others are looking to us for reality. Our children are looking to us for reality and so are the people that we lead. They need reality and they need safety, right? So to protect our mental wellness in situations like this, to protect our mental wellness as leading ladies and to protect our reputation, I want you to write this down. I want you to, number one, commit to your own life's mission first. Before you become ride or die and commit to any other mission or venture, and maybe you didn't do this at first, which is why you are in the situation that you're in, covering for other people, right? Maybe you made this commitment before, (laughs) You were able to commit to yourself, but now I I want you to double back. I want you to go back to the foundational things. And that foundation is, I want you to commit to yourself before you commit to another mission or another venture. Commit yourself to you. Be loyal to you. This comes even before your loyalty to your household, to what you're doing for your children. No, commit to being loyal to you. Why? Because your personal life mission has within it all of the standards and values that you will live your life by. It contains all of the bumper guides and speed bumps that you need to keep you intact. When you have your life mission intact and you commit yourself to your life mission, then you understand what you can say yes to and what you can say no to. It has your standards within your life's mission. So if I am here on the planet 
to make sure that women move forward in life, to make sure that women uh, uh, guide their businesses with, with understanding and wisdom. If I'm here to do those things, then when they start to ask me if I will come over to um, another country and teach the children to sing, I recognize like, wait a minute, that is outside of, it will be fun. And maybe I'll do that on some vacation time or my free time. But my life's mission keeps me from doing things that would distract me from what I was born to do. So many people ask me why I walked away from pastoring. And you'll hear so much about this as, as we move forward in Queentings. I'll always be referencing um, just my own life story and where I have come from. So many experiences that I want to share with you. Um, but one of the many reasons that I walked away from pastoring is because I began realizing that there were so many things that didn't line up with my personal values. Now that, you know, in, in some cases that could mean, you know, like all kind of stuff was breaking loose in the church and, you know, people lacked integrity, but no, not just lack a lack of integrity, but it was just my personal values. There were some things that didn't line up with my personal values. And as we went, there were things and people that I did not want to associate my name with any longer. It was a bold and scary move, <laughs> but my values meant more to me than covering up the things that I couldn't get down with. I also knew within myself that there were things that I wanted in life and things that I believed that didn't match the church's values. So instead of pretending to be what they needed me to be at the time, I decided to go for my own well-being and for their well-being. Once you know your life's mission, nothing, even the things that look good and work good for others, won't be able to deter you and keep you stuck. As leading ladies, I understand it is so important that we protect people, but we've got to protect them, protect the, the innocent ones, protect our children from the inauthenticity of others, as well as the inauthenticity that can come from ourselves. We cover for love, but we don't cover the misuse or the misleading of others. When we do, <laughs> or when we cover others, again, we put our own integrity on the line. When do we as women decide to take a stand for what we really believe in our homes and in our places of work? We will do it when we commit ourselves to ourselves or to us. When you commit yourself to you first, that's when you'll do it. Some of us have been committed to others for so long that we don't even realize that we have been betraying ourselves. I'm going to say that again. Some of us have been committed to others for so long. We don't even realize the areas where we've been betraying ourselves, betraying our life's mission, betraying our own values because it's so normal to cover. 
In our homes, we teach our daughters to honor fathers that are emotionally unavailable when our homes must be places of healing and rest for the whole family. Have we trained them well in honoring their fathers or have we become an accomplice to their demise? If I teach my daughters to honor a father or a pastor or a boss that is unavailable, that doesn't care for their emotions or resents or objectifies women deep within his heart because of what he watches in private or because he is unwilling to heal, I have become his accomplice and my daughters will grow to find men who treat them as objects while they look, they, they'll just look over his flaws. <laughs> they'll just go, oh, he's tired. That's why it's not a big deal. He's just having a bad day. And they will feel like they were born to be this person's, this boss's <laughs> rehabilitation center. And they will not give other people opportunity to treat them well. So if I teach my daughter to honor a father, honor a, a, a godmother, honor whoever is in your home that is emotionally unavailable or someone that resents others or is unwilling to heal, if I teach my children to honor that person and ignore those things that are so blatantly clear to them, I've become an accomplice and it's to my children's demise. I know, take a deep breath, (laughs) take a sip of water if you have some water nearby, but this is real deal, y'all. And I have watched too many leading ladies do this. I've watched too many leading ladies do this in the name of faith and in the name of love. And then we're trying to figure out why our daughters cannot get away from certain types of personalities in the men or the women that they date, right? We teach our daughters more. We teach our sons more than what we speak with our mouth. And they catch who we are more than what we say. So why is my daughter going to this church with this pastor who is not doing right, who doesn't care about people? Well, you taught her to honor someone in your home, (laughs) that has the same flaws. Let's keep going. (sighs) So if I cover when they can clearly see the flaws and I manipulate their minds to believe what is wrong is okay, I am an accomplice. This is a hard truth. In some areas of my own life, I have had to deal with this and it hurts like hell to know like, oh my God. God, (laughs) we need to rewire my, you and we need to rewire me because in some areas I found out, oh my God, I've been an accomplice. I didn't even realize it because it was so normalized. Yeah. Listen, the people we lead, they catch who we are. If you are a leading lady that refuses to sound the alarm when something or someone lacks integrity, you are an accomplice. 
Now, am I asking you to crank up your phone camera and do a whole YouTube or TikTok video to tell all the secrets about this person? Absolutely not. I am not an advocate of, you know, exposure videos. I'm not an advocate um, of that, but I am encouraging you to raise a standard and not partner yourself with people that go against those standards. I've watched countless leading ladies die holding the secrets of their organizations and their spouses while the people that they're covering continue on in the mess that was being covered. It's scary. Let me get to number two. Number two. Once you are loyal to yourself, I hope you remember number one, commit to yourself first, right? Your life's mission first. Number two, once you are loyal to yourself and committed to your own life's mission, have a clear conversation about what others are expecting from you. It's an expectations talk. It's where you put your expectations on the table along with your values so other people won't be expecting you to vouch for things that aren't within your value system. This is what this is who I am when I when I do my expectations talk. I'm saying this is who I am. This is what I represent. This is what I will not represent. This is what I am expecting of you and this is what I am allowing you to expect of me. Those expectations talks are so important. Because now when we get into a space where something that I, <laughs> that I am expecting is not being met, we can go back to that expectations talk and say, wait a minute, we agreed on this and we are going to have to part ways because this agreement is being broken. But when our values and our boundaries aren't clear, we often end up energizing perpetrators and encouraging other people to do the same. But you are not built to be the integrity buffer of your home or your organization. Let me say this loud and clear. You were not put in the position of wife, of mother, to explain to your children who their father is and vice versa. Or who their mother, second mom, first mom is you were not supposed to be in that position ever. They need to be able to make up their minds about who this person is by their interactions with that person on their own. Yeah, yeah. If your spouse or someone you work with is not upholding the values you believe in, you may need to revisit that expectations talk. And if those things are not rectified, it may be time for you to walk away or simply say, I will not support you in that. I'm bringing this home because I want you to understand what this looks like in your home, what it looks like at work, what it looks like at church. When you see people that you cannot trust, it is okay to say, I will not support you in that. Why? Because it's not a part of my, it, it's not upholding my standards. It's not a part of my value system and I can't do it. You need to do this for yourself, your children, and for those who trust you in your position of leadership. But sitting quietly in a pile of bull because you don't want to make an offender upset makes you an accomplice.
And listen, I know sometimes we get nervous because we think that if we don't back up our, our, you know, our spiritual leaders in their mess, we think that, you know, God is going to be upset with us. No, God believes in your values too. And when someone is lacking integrity, do not support. I hate how this feels. And I know it's piercing some things within you, but that is what Queen Tings is all about. I'm here to feed your heart so that you can have success in life, in business, in legacy. When things are out of order, use your voice. And if they don't listen, let them know. Let your actions make the statement. Let your actions make the statement and say, I am not down for this. I cannot associate myself with this. Make demands for what you believe in and ultimatums about what you will not stand for any longer. Some of you, it's been so normal for so long, but as I'm talking to you, that these things are arising and you're starting to see things differently. Now, it's painful to imagine a mom giving consent to an abuser or a molester. We hate that. I read uh, in the news a couple of uh, days ago, some ladies, like different ladies that gave abusers consent to abuse their children. We hate that. It boils our blood. But every day as leading ladies, we have to decide these types of things for our own children and these types of things for the people that we're leading. No woman in her right mind would allow a stranger to come in and manipulate the mind of her children, the minds of her children, the minds of those who she's leading. No woman would allow a stranger to come in and lie to her children to control their minds. So why do we allow it in our church families? Why do we allow it in, uh, in our business deals when the perpetrator is a significant other or a friend? Oh, I know. I'm digging deep. I'm digging deep. Why do we teach our children to honor adults who have no honor within themselves? When we do, we become accomplices. Our children, as well as other people we lead, need to be given an opportunity to deal with people at face value without our coercing to make them believe that the person is worth their respect when we know they're not. If their father or their mother, stepmother, godmother, auntie lacks integrity, they'll feel it. Don't try to adjust what they see and feel. Don't try to cover it up and make them bow. <laughs> and that goes for the people we lead. They see that the man or the woman <laughs> that you wish they could believe in isn't the person they're pretending to be. So stop bigging the person up to hide what is so obvious because people suffer for it. Our children suffer for it. While the person that we're covering enjoys the mess We've worked so hard to keep them comfort, comfortable in. We are creating monsters here. <laughs> I've seen women take the blame for their men's dirty hands. I've seen women do time. I've seen women suffer for what their partners in business have done. It's time to draw the line in the sand so that what you stand for is clear, so that your standards, your values, and your expectations are 
clear. When we don't stand up for authenticity, it's because of our own lack of authenticity. It's because of our own fears about having to get out of the messy comfort zones that we built. But again, I say unto you. That's the pastor part of me coming out. I say unto you, (laughs) toxic choices have a toxic impact on our minds and our physical bodies. It's one thing to be ignorant about what's going on. It's another thing to be fully aware of the mess and willing to mislead people into pretending it's not there. Finally, number three, my queens. Always be willing to have people around you that you trust so that you and those you partner with can be accountable to somebody. Because one day, you're also gonna be challenged with ethical decisions and you need help so that others don't have to become accomplices for you. A woman's greatest weapon and strength is her love and her care for herself. Without self-love and self-care, a woman hands her power out to others until she is empty. And with her determination, (laughs) she continues on empty, hoping to find someone who will fill her back up. Don't let this be you. Use your greatest weapon, your greatest strength. It's your love for yourself. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and you are going to enjoy some one-on-one time with me where we sit together and strategize about how we can move your life, your business, and your legacy forward. I cannot wait to hop on your healing journey with you so that we can discover who you really are and what you really have to offer to this world. Go to iqueenup.com, click on work with LaShawn, and we will get this thing going. Can't wait to talk with you.